Hi and welcome to the Psyche Podcast where we discuss all things mindset, mental well-being and living your best life. I'm your host Hannah and I'm a mindset and mental well-being coach and founder of Psyche Coaching. Welcome and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Psyche Podcast with me Hannah. How is everybody out there? Um, I hope you have had a great week. Um, as you can possibly hear, I'm still a little bit husky um, of voice, but um, I am feeling a lot better than I was last week. Um, it's funny, isn't it, that you don't realise how much you're going full throttle um, and how sleep deprived and tired and just not looking after yourself you are until, um, yeah, it just kind of creeps up on you and knocks you sideways a little bit so I knew I was tired I knew I was busy but um yeah it was it took kind of being ill and catching up on some sleep to really um feel the difference um because I think when we're operating in that space of being tired maybe um sleep deprived dehydrated probably I know um I quite often don't drink enough water during the day um, it just becomes normal, doesn't it? Because that's what we're used to. And it's then when we actually change some of those habits and re- refresh a little bit, recharge a little bit, that we actually can then appreciate how not good we were feeling. So I, um, as I said last week, cleared my gym schedule for the week. And I tried to get early nights where I could and um lions because obviously I wasn't up at five for the gym and so I actually went from averaging you know four to five hours sleep to seven hours um but at the beginning of the week nine hours because I was really feeling quite rough and so this week I'm back to the 5am so I'm starting to feel a bit tired again but I have still been trying to maintain those early nights because I think Although I wasn't feeling well last week, I did feel more refreshed because I was getting more sleep. Um, And it's something I knew about, I've I've said before about needing to get more sleep, but it really just um, made me confront it a little bit. So I am trying to add uh, some more hours sleep in to feel a bit more recharged. Um, It's one of many things that are on my list of intentions for the new year. Um, And that kind of ties in nicely with what we're going to talk about today. So today is probably going to be a slightly shorter podcast again still, uh, just because of not feeling 100% still. And also before I was feeling unwell, I'd signed up to go to a networking event. uh, So dinner and and networking, which I'm sure will be lovely. Um, But sometimes, you know, you sign up for these things and then when they come around, you're not quite in the right headspace. but I'm going to go along to it. Um, it's a chance to talk about psyche, which is something that I love to do. So I'll be there. Uh, so it's just going to be um, a shorter podcast. Um, and we've got two aims today. So one is a bit of a year in review. Uh, and the second is setting some intentions, aspirations, goals, maybe for the new year. Um, so I've 
I think I've said before, I'm not really a big one with resolutions. I think when I try and set them, I don't necessarily stick to them. Um, but I think it's good to set out an intent. Um, one of the things I've been reflecting on is, you know, how I'm feeling about how things are going. And we'll get into this, I, I'm sure, with the year review. But the kind of big thing that I'm feeling is generally a bit overwhelmed and a bit disorganised. And... So I think having really clear intentions um, and aspirations of what you want to achieve and what you're working towards, it gives that bit of structure and routine. And as much as I'm very independent and want to be free, I think actually some structure and routine would do me good. So that's on the top of my list of intentions, I think. Um, But, you know, it's that time of the year. It's 10th of December when I'm recording this. So day 10 of our hashtag joyful journey challenge on Instagram which I really would encourage you to check out if you haven't already um to think about ways to inject a little bit more joy into your life um each day we're just posting um the day just as somewhere that you can go to share your you know what you're up to um but I think some people um are joining in but not sharing, which is absolutely fine. Um, but I think we're going to add in some more ideas going forward um, so you can share, but also get some suggestions from us as well. But at this time of year, as we're getting towards the festive, the proper festive period and the new year, it is a time that we tend to reflect back on how the year has gone and to start thinking about the year going forward. And I think it's also, you know, it's 2019, we're coming to the end of a decade and about to go into a new one. So that also is quite a big thing to reflect on. Um, I'm not sure reflecting on the whole decade is, uh, well, I haven't even got my head around that till I just said it. So I'm not sure whether we'll go there or whether we'll just reflect on the year. Maybe um, reflecting on the decade is to come. Um, but it is a good time to check in with how the year has gone, um, goals that you've achieved and celebrate those successes for yourself. But also to think about things that maybe haven't gone so well and what we can learn from them and what lessons we can take into the new year and sort of set out a bit of a roadmap for where we want to go in 2020. So that is going to be the aim of the podcast I'm going to go through it and also give you some prompts to think about for yourself um and then next week is going to be a bit of a roundup episode so as we've had guests on or different topics each week we've left you with some techniques you can try some strategies things to put into your toolbox and we're going to do a roundup of those so it's just a quick strategy session I don't know something catchy like that um because it's also going to be the last episode of the season so as it's getting into that Christmas time I'm going to take a couple of weeks of downtime I think also part of that self-care and micro recharging or um, a bit of a more macro (laughs) recharge so it's going to be the end of the first season of the Psyche podcast but then we'll be back in the new year with the second season and I'm already starting to line up some amazing guests for that. So today is about 
looking back on this year and looking forward. Next week, we'll just give you some strategies as you're continuing to think about getting through the festive period and, you know, a new year, a new decade. So yeah, let's dive straight in to the year in review. So 2019, we have got less than two and a half weeks left of this year. So yeah, let's check in and let's see how the year has been. Do a year in review. So for this, we've got four different categories, four different things that we are going to look at for our review. You might like to divide a page up into four sections. You might like to have four different pages in your journal or just plain paper, however works for you. I think with these type of things, I can suggest a type of way to review, but that's from my experience what works for me. So it might be that you you listen through and you just think through the sections as we go, but think through these and jot down ideas in a way that makes sense to you. Something that you can come back to, something that will be useful for you. And again, for each of the sections, you know, there are fancy names that we could come up with. Um, and I was I was thinking through what to call them. But ultimately, I'm quite pragmatic, quite no nonsense, as you know. So we're just going to say it like it is and be straightforward. So the first section, the first thing we're going to think about is what went well. So what were the highlights of the year, the successes, the wins, whatever you want to call it, but what went well. Uh, And so for me, I'm going to think about personally and think about professionally. So this year, I have had many, many things that have gone well. So or or highlights of my year. So I had my hand fasting in the summer, which was a beautiful day. Uh, So we had hand fasting at sunrise within the inner circle at Stonehenge. And it was magical. It was just us and our parents uh, and 22 students from the University of Boston. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a very special, special day. So that was definitely something that went well. I partially completed a triathlon. So I did the swim and I did the cycle. Um, I timed out before the run, but I wasn't really racing anyone Um, it's the first one I'd attempted and I just had a lovely day out (laughs) it's a lovely swim a lovely cycle it was a beautiful day Um, but considering where I was with my fitness my flexibility my asthma all of that stuff before the beginning of this year uh, it was definitely uh, something that went well another thing that has gone well which I think I've spoken about before is shifting to becoming a morning person and maintaining a gym routine which started off three mornings a week in the gym for CrossFit at 6am and is now up to five days a week Monday to Friday most days each week occasionally 
I might have a morning off if I'm very tired or last week I had the week off because I wasn't very well but I've been back in there Monday Tuesday this week um so actually committing to that sticking to it and just showing up for myself each day has been something that has gone well this year and really showing myself that I can change those those deep-rooted beliefs so I was not a morning person um I was a night owl you know exercise was difficult all of those types of things and yet I'm into the 12th month of getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning and going into the gym. So, yeah, I might some days maybe not push myself um, as much as I can because of injury or maybe you know, needing to work on that self-belief. But I am there showing up for myself each day. And I went from the three to the five days because I found that on the days that I wasn't getting up early, and getting in the gym, I was not as productive. Uh, it took me a lot more time to get going in the morning and was a bit more of a struggle. So I've really felt the benefit going up from three days to five days and before that from no days. Uh, so that definitely is something that went well. I've launched this podcast. Uh, that is something that it took me a while to build up to, to build the self-belief that it was something that I could do and to put myself out there and now from feeling awkward doing it and how it's something that I enjoy doing it's something I feel comfortable doing um and it's something that hopefully will continue to grow so that's something that went well uh also professionally is starting psyche coaching and it is very much in its infancy but that is something that has been great this year. Just, I think, actually figuring out what it is that I want to be doing, what I'm meant to be doing, my purpose, whatever you want to call it, and really letting go of some of that fear of what, what could go wrong and being willing just to give it a go, to take a risk and give it a shot. And um, I've really developed this idea of experimental living of treating life like an experiment and just giving it a go and seeing what happens um and so that's very much what's happening and trying not to let the fear of doing something stop stop me from starting um and one of the things I found really helpful with this is when I'm when you've got a big goal and for me the the big goal is to work completely for myself, coaching, ultimately counseling as well, have the podcast, have my blog, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. That is quite a big step from where I am now. And thinking about it in that way is quite overwhelming. And this is this is an idea that I I heard somewhere on a podcast. I can't credit the person I heard it from because I honestly don't remember I've just internalized the message but I'm going to share it with you because I think it's really valuable to hear and that is rather than focusing on that end goal which is really overwhelming at times to think you know how do I get from here to there it's just thinking about the next step that you're going to take what is the next thing to do 
So, for example, if you want to change your job and you, maybe you want to move into a completely different industry or retrain, and that might seem that it's really far off and it's really hard to do. But maybe the next thing you can do is get an application form for a role or get a prospectus for the course that you're interested in. And that's a really achievable step. And once you've done that, then what is the next thing to do? Is it to speak to someone about the course or to go and have a look around or to complete the application form? And by just thinking about what is the next thing to do, it's helping to break it down into manageable steps and not be so overwhelming. And I still think about my goals for Psyche and it does feel overwhelming and thinking about how do I get from where I am to there? How do I grow the podcast? How do I build up the coaching and the online course? But by thinking about just what is the next step from where I am now, it, it just makes it much more achievable and less fearful and less daunting. Um, and then I think, you know, you're more likely to take that step because it is less fear inducing. So I guess that ties into my next thing that went well and the the big thing. And that is the mindset shifting that I've done this year. So I've really examined my limiting beliefs. I've really got more of a sense of who I am. Uh, so developed that self-awareness and also taking great steps towards accepting myself and having a more positive view towards myself and pushing myself, but in a healthy way. So that's supportive and encouraging, but as well as challenging. And actually, I guess this is part of the mindset thing, but slightly an aside. I was having a conversation uh, with one of my closest friends about best friends. Um, And I don't have a best friend. She doesn't have a best friend. And it's something that she thinks that ultimately her best friend would be her partner, which I think some people do marry their best friend. They have that friendship as well as that romantic relationship. And I think that's great. But I also think we are usually our own worst critic. And something I've talked about before that that we say things to ourselves we wouldn't say to a friend. So having our own back and being there for ourselves is is a good step, I think. But why not be your own best friend? And this is an idea that I've been toying with for the for a few weeks or months. This idea of, of being my own best friend. Because what does the best friend do? They have your back. They are there for you. They encourage you. They support you. They help you see things clearly. They um, maybe challenge you if you're being um, out of order in some way, but they show up for you. Um, so why not do that for yourself? Why not almost, you know, that kind of talk to yourself in the third person, but treat yourself like a friend. And I think like any of this sort of loving yourself, being there for yourself, it feels a bit weird to start with, but I really been trying to show up for myself in the way I would for a best friend because ultimately we have people in our lives that we hope are going to be there for us but at the end of the day you are the only person who is always going to be there for you so why not really 
be there for yourself and show up for yourself and be your own best friend. And that probably, uh, with the mindset as well, is the biggest thing that has gone well for me this year. And I think after after many years of self-loathing and not being there for myself, to be sat here now and to be optimistic about the future, to have a mostly positive attitude towards myself, because obviously there are times when that that patterned behavior, that underlying negativity can come back in. But generally, I'm in a good place. I feel good about myself. Um, I feel optimistic about the future. And I feel I have strategies in place that I can use when those negative thoughts and those limiting beliefs come up. So I think that is my biggest achievement. So there are a few there, things I've done, ways that I've developed and grown both personally and professionally. And so I really would encourage you to think about the different domains in your life, your personal life, maybe relationships, career, family, and think about what has gone well for you this year. And you might find it useful in the way that I just have to think about that, you know, the biggest thing that you have achieved this year. And I definitely think the mindset one is that for me, because it's something that if you'd asked me a year, 18 months ago, it would have felt the most challenging to achieve or unlikely to happen. So to be sat here now and to have gone through that journey, yeah, I'm I'm really pleased. <laughs> and uh, it's definitely something that's gone well. Uh, in terms of what hasn't gone well, so uh, this year I have had a bit of a change up of work so I'm not completely working for myself yet that is the long-term goal Um, and in the summer I made some changes to my work the aim being to be able to work more for myself and to develop psyche coaching Um, but then I went back into teaching and that is something that has been a, a kind of mixed bag I guess so I love my students. This is something that I've spoken about before. Um, but I think that ultimately it it wasn't the right decision to, for me to go back into that setting. Um, it's something that I can find quite difficult to manage the peopling all day uh, and can find quite stressful and, and draining. And actually making that choice meant that I wasn't able to focus on my ultimate goal. Um, so whether it was maybe a safe choice to be financially stable or because it gave me that push to get out of something that wasn't the right fit towards something that was a slightly better fit. Yeah, I think it was possibly, I think that I've learned things from the experience. So I'm not saying it's all bad and I have enjoyed it. But I think long term, it, it wasn't the right thing for me, which is why um, as a this Friday, um, I'm leaving that role, stepping back from education uh, in order to focus on developing the business. And I think that is part of my my growing awareness of myself and how I function and what I need. Uh, and also, I guess, a, partly about having the courage to be true to yourself um, and to really think about choices that you're making and and not just do it driven by fear or being on autopilot so I think it was something that I knew and so 
in some ways safer than that going alone, the financial security. And also, you know, it's a subject I really enjoy. And like I say, there there were benefits from stepping back into the education setting. But I, I think it also has has been quite draining and overwhelming. And I think it has had a bit of a detrimental effect on my well-being. Um, but um, this is something I didn't mention with the what went well. But I have, throughout my working life, had times where I've done a job that wasn't a good fit and that I knew wasn't right for me. And it's taken a long time to change that situation. And this time I recognized it and I acted and made a change. And because of the natures of schools, it means it takes a while for that change actually to come about. But I recognized it and I did something about it early rather than just kind of going along with something that wasn't working. So it's, I guess it's kind of linked to what went well in that way and also that lesson learned so by being true to myself recognizing what's working and not and being proactive I'm more in control of my life but also I think the big fear sometimes is about the consequences and what will happen when you make that change and the world hasn't ended you know life goes on and Although actually making that choice is difficult, communicating that choice to other people can be difficult, that is a temporary thing and the long-term benefits of it are worth it. So I think that's something I always found difficult to have those difficult conversations, to make that choice, to live with the uncertainty. And I've come to notice, I've come to understand that it is a temporary hardship to or a temporary challenge to have that difficult conversation and to sit with those uncomfortable feelings but one that I can sit with them and it's not going to destroy me Um, and two it's worth it to get to something better on the other side and I'm someone um, I'm very competitive but not a fan of confrontation um which I mean, makes sense to me sometimes, I guess. (laughs) Maybe it doesn't in different settings. Um, But yeah, I think it's, it ties into that bigger piece about that self-awareness, self-acceptance and being there for yourself and showing up for yourself. And so I think that's a big thing, those missteps or mischoices, but learning from them and being proactive. So silver lining. Another thing that didn't go well or so well is um, kind of tied to the fitness, trying to uh, look at my diet and not in a, I mean, partly in a lose weight type way, because from a health perspective, I'm heavier than I should be. Um, And so obviously there are health implications of that. Um, And so I've not been so successful in that, but also just generally diet in the kind of broader sense of things that you eat and I think I have defaulted a lot into habitual patterns of grabbing junk food which is something I talked about one of my flags for when I'm feeling overwhelmed um, and made maybe not the most nutritious choices and not eating from a place of nurturing and self-care but more mood focused 
And, you know, I'm a comfort eater, I'm a comfort spender. That's possibly, you know, always going to partly be there. It's a habit, a pattern that I have. But as I've seen from that gym process, it is possible to change those habits and change those behaviors. So it's something I've not been particularly successful at this year. Um, And this links to the fourth section, that things to carry forward and work in progress. So I feel I've jumped around a little bit um, (laughs) with the different sections. So obviously we talked about what went well. We talked about things that didn't go well. The third is the lessons learned. And the fourth, and this is kind of inspired by Sophia Bush's podcast, which is a new one that I'm listening to called Work in Progress. And it's the idea of having things that are maybe started that are ongoing and works in progress to take forward into the new year. Um, And so I very much feel that that's having a more holistic, health-focused, nurturing approach is a work in progress. And that's mindfulness and being there for myself and developing a routine. Those sorts of things are works in progress. I've definitely made progress um, towards them, but it's something that's ongoing. And, you know, that's what this podcast is about. It's about well-being, mental well-being. And sometimes life gets busy. We do default back to those patterns and and then our mental well-being sometimes suffers. It's quite often the last thing that we think of. We're too busy getting through work, getting through everything that needs to get done, maybe thinking about the physical, that we don't always stop to think about our mental well-being and how we're doing really. We can let stress build up. Uh, we can, you know, become exhausted from lack of sleep because everything else is really busy and so sleep is the time that goes and we don't appreciate how important that is. And so I'm not perfect <laughs> in this respect, but it is something that I have definitely made progress on uh, and something that is a work in progress going into the new year. I guess a work in progress or a lesson learned is this idea that, I guess there's a couple of little uh, sound bites I want to share with you. Uh, So the first is, particularly if you're feeling overwhelmed and that you don't have the energy to do something. And um, I found when I'm depressed, this quite often happens with the whole housework or showering or that kind of thing, that you just don't have the mental energy to do it. It just is so, such a, a monumental task that you just can't do it. And again, I, I, I can't remember where I heard this. Um, But it's this idea that anything worth doing is worth doing badly. So if I should, air quotes, should have a shower, take care of my personal hygiene, that kind of thing, and that is, is too much, then maybe I can just wash my face or just brush my teeth or use a wet wipe and do a kind of festival shower. Um, But if it's worth doing in some way, it's worth doing it badly. And if at that point I cannot do the shower, then I can do something towards it. And that is still, that, that's good enough at the time because that's what I'm capable of that at that time. And I think this is about, you know, going easier on yourself, but it's about making these small changes because if I, you know, if I want my life to change and I'm sort of jumping around from depression, uh, which, you know, I've experienced and it's, and it's tricky. It is tricky to 
come out of that low um and yeah hard to do so I'm sort of now jumping a bit more into not being not depressed and making life changes and choices so I don't want to belittle how difficult it can be to come out of a, a just a depressive episode and that um motivation and that kind of thing but you know if I'm thinking about changes I want to make to my nutrition and uh, my exercise routine and that kind of thing then if I again not my quote but if I do what I've always done I'll get what I've always got so you know you have to start somewhere you have to make sure there's going to be there's not going to be a perfect set of conditions which is the time to start actually eating healthy and you know looking after myself if I'm eating junk food and I'm thinking oh well tomorrow or next week or when such and such happens that's not going to arrive there's only today and and so it's taking little steps little choices of you know if I see myself of uh, let's go kind of stereotypical yoga fitness type goddess or whatever (laughs) then you know there have to be changes because that if that's not how I'm living my life now then how am I going to get to this this new target without making changes and it's that idea of you know if that vision of myself is having a healthy breakfast nutritious breakfast then that's what I should be choosing I need I need to start making those choices from that headspace or if I'm putting off because I'm waiting for the conditions to be right they're not going to be right and if I don't make those different choices and just choose what I'm choosing now then it's not going to change and so I think this this can be applied not just to the nutrition piece but but with anything if I want to learn a new skill then you know I need to start doing it I need to start practicing it if I want to learn to play the guitar then there's not going to be a perfect time to learn it I need to get a guitar and I need to practice and and start doing it because that is the way that that transformation is going to happen so with my my work in progress it's remembering these things and actually making those choices that are more in line with my values and where I want to be and there will be times when I default back to those patterns um, because that's human nature. But I think one of the big ways I've grown is being able to recognize that and, and cutting myself a bit of slack, um, pushing myself, challenging myself, but also appreciating that I'm human and not having that all or nothing thinking that, um, well, uh, you know, I, I, I missed the gym today. That's it. I'm just going to have the week off and, uh, you know, I might as well, um, you know, not go back now because I've had a week off my holiday. Actually, I've made choices. I've had that day off, but tomorrow is a new day and I'm going to choose to get up and I'm going to go. Um, seems to be very gym focused day because I'm about to go into uh, some more fitness focused challenges Uh, for the new year which is something that we'll talk about with intentions in a moment um but yes I'd, I'd recommend that you spend a bit of time having a think about these four things 
what went well, what didn't, the lessons you've learnt, and then work in progress that you're going to carry forward into the new year. And then you might find, as I've done, that I've gone all over the place a little bit. Um, as I've thought about things that went well, I've thought about the lessons I've learned around the mindset. As I've thought about things that didn't go well, I've managed to draw out things that did go well within them and the lessons learned and what's carrying forward. And I think that's the nature of this review process. So just be flexible, go with how your mind goes, um, but take this opportunity to have a reflect back on 2019. You could have a a larger look back on the whole decade uh, is something I've sort of seen popping up that people are doing that um, and that's something that I might I might do at some point personally but I think is more than the scope of this podcast right now so let's talk about 2020 a new year a new decade and so a chance uh, you know we're a few weeks away a chance to really think about one, that work in progress that you're taking forward, those lessons that you've learned from this year, but what it is that you want to achieve from the new year. So I'm starting from a place of understanding myself, accepting myself more, knowing my values, which, you know, have kind of spread into psyche coaching, this joy, this meaning, and uh, I have other values as well, compassion, kindness, um, wisdom, being there for people, etc., etc. So my intentions are for the new year. So the first, um, personally, we started personally for the reflecting. So start personally for the going forward. Uh, I'm getting married in um, in the summer. So to have that as a a, a beautiful love filled day and ceremony, and to celebrate with my friends and family and to really appreciate everyone who's sharing that with us is an intention. And the idea of it is a bit overwhelming with the, the number of people that will be there and being required to socialize. But I'm going to try and be mindful and be present and just really appreciate everyone that is there for us for that day. Professionally, my intention is for the Psyche Podcast's second se- season to come out and to continue to grow the number of listeners to take on coaching clients so that is something that is going to be growing um so actually a little plug here if you are interested in working on your own mindset mental well-being then get in touch on social media or you can email me uh, because I am going to be taking on clients for one-to-one coaching and also launching the online course. So really the intention is to grow Psyche Coaching from this dream in my head to this fledgling business that is now into something that is really having an impact and helping people to live a joyful, meaningful and healthy life. Um, that's what it's all about. That's you know all the way back in the first podcast about my why. That is why I'm doing it. It is about supporting people. It is about that meaning and that purpose. So really being able to reach more people and support more people to go on a similar mindset journey and transform their lives. 
um, that is my my intention for next year so to develop it um, further from where we are now and my last one I'm setting three uh, my kind of three big domains that I like to think about are um, I've kind of got my personal actually kind of relational relationships or friendships uh, with the with the wedding uh, I have my professional and the last one is another personal one but this one much more about me and as you know mindset is the big big thing that we talk about and I think it is such a powerful thing for being able to transform your life by taking charge of your mindset and being able to shift it and I've tackled some of my limiting beliefs I'm dealing with things like the imposter syndrome that comes up and that recurrence of limiting beliefs and habitual patterns but I still have two quite clear mindset blocks that I've recognized in myself. And so my other personal intention is to really tackle these mindset blocks. So one, I, I did talk about a little with the podcast episode with Anna Marie, uh, is running. This idea that I'm not a runner, I can't run, I have asthma, I get shin splints, etc., etc., etc. But logically... I can run. It's all in my mindset. So it's a big block that I have that I've had for a long time. And I don't want to become an ultra runner. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it, it might happen. But just to prove to myself that I can tackle this block and I can overcome, overcome it. Uh, so that's one <laughs> to run. And the other is swimming. And again, I mentioned the soul and swim the same episode with Anna Marie and it's something I really want to do um and I would like to be able to do a front crawl for it which will mean mastering my breathing and putting my face in the water and at the moment I'm not a fan of doing that without a nose clip um and I struggle with the breathing rhythm but again logically there is no reason why I can't tackle this issue and overcome this mindset block so that is the second thing I'm going to work on it's something that's come up throughout this year, these limiting beliefs and these blocks that I have and where I've been making progress and working on shifting my mindset in other areas. I'm confronted by these two blocks I have, things that I'm just telling myself I can't do. Can't run, can't swim with my face in the water, can't control the breathing. But there is no logical reason why not. So my intention is to set a challenge um, I'm thinking a 10k run uh, for a bit of a push more than a 5k but something that's not too too much and, and it might be something that I just later on and a solent swim are the things that I'm are wanting to work towards as um, I guess a test that I've overcome those blocks um, and so you might not have an intention in this area but I would um, encourage you to look at your own limiting beliefs your own mindset and see if you have any similar blocks and the key is to find something that you are telling yourself you can't do that there you know that you're just telling yourself that there is no reason why you can't do it if you set your mind to it so it's not something that I'm not saying I want to you know be the number one woman at the London Marathon that's you know I, it's something that's realistic but I'm just stopping myself doing so if you have anything similar for yourself then 
I would encourage you maybe to take on your own mindset mastering challenge. I'm not sure that's going to be the permanent name of it, but that is going to be something that I'm doing throughout 2020 is tackling these mindset blocks and I will be blogging about it through that process. So look out for that in the new year, something that you can kind of follow along and uh, you know, share if you're tackling your own mindset blocks. Um, so they are going on record. They are my intentions to have yeah the wedding and appreciate everyone that's there and enjoy the day. Um, and I guess part of that, I have been making a real effort with friendships and being open and being vulnerable and trying to have that depth of relationship with people. So um, and really being present for the people in my life. So that's a work in progress going forward and you know, having the wedding as an opportunity to spend time with people. Professionally to grow psyche coaching and reach more people. And then personally to run a 10K or make progress training towards a 10K and to do a Sonant swim. So that is official (laughs) on my 2020 intentions. And yes, the mindset, master your mindset challenge uh, is something that we'll be talking about more in 2020 and blogging about. So for yourself, yes, maybe, maybe you have one intention. Maybe you have several. You might like to think about them in specific domains like I have. But yeah, take this time to, in the, in the run-up, uh, the kind of wind down of 2019 and the run-up to 2020 to reflect on the year and to think about what you want to achieve in the new year. Because you are capable, you have the ability to change your life and to really steer it in the direction that you want. So actually sitting down and reflecting and identifying what you want to achieve where you want that roadmap to take you is a really important first step I think and this is the perfect time to do it and it's something I would absolutely recommend doing on a more frequent basis Uh, not just the end of a year it can be any transition it could be every day that you set your intention for the day Um, it could be on a weekly or monthly basis but you know new year lends itself to new beginnings so talking about it now talking of new things the psyche website has had a bit of a refresh um so you can check that out www.psyche.co.uk psyche p-s-y-k-h-e like the greek goddess um, of the soul and the breath. Um, anyway, uh, so it's a bit more up together, uh, telling you a little bit more about Psyche, about me, a little bit more about what we offer, and also the blog is on there as well. Um, so check that out. Join us on the Facebook group or on Instagram and connect with us. And Next week, we'll be back briefly to introduce our strategy summary, strategy roundup, which will be our final episode of season one and of 2019. So have a great week. Remember, we are running the hashtag joyful journey challenge all the way through December. 
so you can chat to us on Instagram about that. Remember, it is about adding more joy into your life and recognizing those joyful moments. So each day, doing one thing that brings you joy or stopping and reflecting to find three things that day that have that have brought you joy we encourage you to join us for that and we'll catch up with you next week for yeah the final episode of 2019 thank you to everyone who has been listening and supporting us and I mean I'll probably do another thank you next week but have a great week look after yourself take micro recharges through this festive period that can be overwhelming and have a great week and we'll speak to you next week bye so that's everything for this episode we hope you've enjoyed everything that's been talked about today and we would love to carry on this discussion so please feel free to tweet us your views your thoughts, any questions you have for future episodes. Um, And we're on all social media platforms. So feel free to follow us wherever you go for your social media fix. And uh, we will be back next week with more interesting topics and discussions. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do share it with your family and friends or anyone that you think would benefit from it. And please rate and review wherever you've downloaded it from so it can reach more people. We hope you have an awesome week and we're looking forward to chatting to you again next week. Bye.